Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by The Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Greetings, fair podcast listeners. Oilers Nation Radio is back because it's Friday. I just got signed out of something important on my computer that's annoying, but that does not have anything to do with you. Do you have the password to get back into it? Well, we'll see. You know, every time I close my Google Chrome, everything I have just signs out, and it's the most irritating thing ever. I feel like that's something in your settings. Sounds like a security feature. I don't know how to change it. If anyone knows, let me know. Have you YouTubed but it? Don't email me. I can't get in. Have you Googled it? it? Have you TikTok searched it? <laughs> I don't know. What to Have do. you Reddit searched it? He was just it? looking for a little help with the answer there. Did you get it? I don't know. I've, I admittedly have done nothing to try and prevent this from changing. You have a notebook. I do. What's the notebook for? So I can say timestamps. Okay. It's part like, of my, uh, is that all that goes in now? that? Is that all that goes in there is timestamps? Right now. Yep. It looks like right. a very neat and tight. Is that a Crusaders notebook? This little thing? Yep. That is a crusade. What are the chances a gentleman like me can get one of those? I got one in my car. I can grab you one if you Fucking right. Oilers Nation Radio is back. It's Friday. Do we, do <laughs> so we cover, do we cover up the, the, the name of the oh, team yeah, there? Or do we ask them it. for like, you know, a cheeseburger each or something? Yeah, as a, I'll, I'll blank it out when, uh, yeah, we'll just put a sticker on it. Bloop. <laughs> no free ads. Oilers Nation Radio episode 95,000. <laughs> we are here. Bag milk, Liam, Dan, Rick, Tyler, the gang's all here. I'm going to start off by telling you about the hot, hot box at Oodle Noodle. It's spicy. It's delicious. It's exactly what you need when the temperature starts to fall just a little bit. Warm yourself up. Drink two liters of milk like Liam. Get strong bones. <laughs> warm yourself up by drinking two liters of milk. <laughs> yep. You can have warm milk. You have that warm milk, here. which is disgusting in my opinion, <laughs> but like, that's just me. We're going to start off as we always do for a delicious debate for our friends at Oodle Noodle. Go check them out on at Oodle Noodle Graham on Instagram. I make excellent memes. Thank you. Tyler. What have you got for a delicious debate today for our friends at Oodle Noodle? Evan Bouchard finally re-upped, getting a two-year deal, $3.9 million per season. So we're bringing back everyone's favorite segment, collab, word association. One word on the Evan Bouchard extension. Who wants to go? I'll go. Finally. Dan? Okay. Rick? Appropriate. Predictable. Yeah, I was going to say predictable as well. Do you know what annoying though? I'll say expected then just to be different. Wait, you know what's annoying? 
is how many people out there we, we signed them yeah so before i could even like fist pump and go okay we got our roster ready to go people are like well you guys are really screwed in two years Oh, I could care less. Yeah. Are we talking really to Jay? Two years. Are we talking so, to Jay before we started recording? You know what episode <laughs> we're going to be on two years from now? We well, it depends who's counting. Yeah. Bag milk is going backwards. Yeah, it um, could be. It could be something. Yeah, it's a couple hundred thousand, like a couple months ago. Now we're into ninety-five thousand BC. About a month ago, we did do guesses on what the Evan Bouchard contract would be. Uh, that was an episode with no Liam, no Rick, but Jay sat in. Uh, Jay was the low mark, one year by three point one million. <laughs> Dan, you had one year by three point seven one, very specific. And BM and I both said two by three point eight five. So okay. almost nailed it. We're pretty close. Prices right rules would uh, that'd be a nice little guess for Tyler and I. Though Tyler on the video posted on Withers Nation's socials, you nailed it exactly. Yeah, I'm curious what's about that. Yeah, I've basically copy and pasted this same paragraph into like four articles in the last month. Bowen Byram and Keontre Miller both got. <laughs> pretty much this is this exact same deal and while it would have been nice if bouchard would have like you know cut the oilers a little bit of a bargain here taking jay's team friendly cut, (laughs) or like two by 3.5 would have given him some more wiggle room that would have been great but i mean at the end of the day he wants market value he deserves market value and that deal for the next two years is still going to be a big bargain like it's kind of funny usually the analytics crowd likes to shit on oilers players a lot and the out of Edmonton analytics crowd is like Evan Bouchard is a star. He is on the cusp of like breaking out and becoming one of the best defensemen in the league. I was in a conversation the other day where the argument against this was he can't even raise the puck. I, I was at a game where I saw I him away. hit Zach Hyman in the face <laughs> and it went in the net. So busted. Last season, he scored 12 goals between the playoffs and the regular season. And I don't think any of them were on the ice. All go for bonus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go for, go burners. for burners. I couldn't think. Is of that a farm term? term? Worm burners. Worm burner. Go for burner. Go for killer. Maybe. Either way. Is <laughs> <laughs> a fish uh-huh. killer? Did you see him catch that fish? No. Yep. That was a couple years ago. I saw him crash his golf cart into Ryan McLeod. Or no shoes. Him. Yep. You know what? Um, yeah. Boys will be boys. We'll file that under. <laughs> was anybody okay? I'll put it a different way. Was anybody rattled by two by three point oh, nine? No, I. I thought it was going to be under 4 million and the fact it was just under 4 million didn't really matter to me. And it's kind of weird they to think it'd be right? anything more than two years. Adam? It's kind of weird to think it'd be anything more than two years. Yeah. I was hoping for longer yeah. than two years, but, but I didn't expect realistic. it. It's yeah, not realistic. Exactly. exactly. Is yeah. anybody like our friend Jay Downton concerned about what happens two years from now oh. today, even though there's two years until then? What, what no. was Jay's not- reaction? So essentially to paraphrase, um, Jay's concerned that this $3.9 million contract will lead into Evan Bouchard going like 60 plus points for the next two years and then commanding eight, $9 million two years from now. Fair points. I just think like if he commands eight to $9 million in two years, it's because we got two unbelievable seasons out of them, And it's kind of just the cost of doing business. That's well, and that's, and that's the piece for me is that, uh, the Oilers, my concern is that the Oilers organization now has to stop this from happening again and again and again. We can't keep kicking the road, the, the can down the road with another young defenseman and, and do this, go, go through this exercise in three or four years again. This happens with every single player, every team. That's just the evolution of, I, of salaries. I, I don't know. I guess, I guess I'm just a, a victim of watching this team now destroy Darnell Nurse. Watch the fans just try Who's to pick him apart. Darnell the fans Nurse? have He's tried to pick play- him apart because of the contract that he signed. Fans also got to 
upset and said that uh, Leon Dreisaitl was overpaid when he got his contract. Those yep. people are very fucking quiet these days. But those, those people that are out there talking, don't listen to them. They're full the of people nothing. that are critical of Darnell Nurse continue to be critical of Darnell Nurse yeah, now because, because of the deal that he signed. No, because which it, is what Jay is concerned about. Evan is going to have to sign in two years' time. Those people are always are always going to be down on Darnell Nurse because they're always going to be down on Darnell Nurse because they can't uh, admit the fact they're wrong. Yeah, but I'm concerned that that's going to happen to Evan Bouchard and that's going to happen to the next in young defenseman. In 42, these same group of fans are going to be ch- shitting on some other player. 2342, we'll all be dead by then. Dude, yeah. if we if we sat here, we're both old enough to sit here and go back a long time and go this player at this time, this player at this time, this Tom player. Hody, yeah, yeah and we're going and we're yeah. going from fans that the the players that fans want to pick on to players that the media wants to pick on. Usually different. But we can sit there in almost every evolution of this team. We can sit there and go, is this yeah, guy for the fans, this guy for the media? There's always going to be that. But with a cap going up $10 million in the next two years, I don't know what everyone's so worried about. Something will change to you that just gives you others the ability to sign Bouchard to whatever he needs. Well, and, and a lot of people right now, like I saw someone the other day brought up the point of, okay, so two years from now, it's the dry sidle and Bouchard year, the year you got to get them both done. And someone said, and the only money coming off the books is CC and it's Lane Peterson and Fogel and Lane Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's CC and, Lane. like CC and Fogel, the only there. money you're losing in that span. James okay, James. it is worth noting that that is six million bucks. Yeah, and Drysital will take you know maybe an extra six or whatever, right? Eight to fourteen and eight and a half, fourteen and a half, and then two years from now, it's all of a sudden a lot easier to stomach a Jack Campbell buyout. It's a lot easier to stomach Evander Kane, Evander Kane buyout. There's or ten million dollars between the two of them. You could, or Cap's also going to go up again. We're not talking next off season. We're talking the off season after that. Caps go up ten mil. Yes. So take the expiring money and the cap going up ten mil, and you have almost twenty million dollars. You have sixteen, about sixteen million dollars, right there. Yeah. So these people are talking about that. Don't know what they're talking about. You can make it work, right? And then to again, if you are hamstrung, you can buy out Kane. You can buy out Campbell. You can make more money. Trade those guys. Yeah, maybe. How long is left on the buyout that we have too? Wouldn't James Neal? Two more years of James Neal. One point nine. Hey, smart man. The Neal buyout does end that year. So So boom, we're up to eight. Yeah, we're up to $18 million now, more or less. Yeah, we're laughing. There's not an issue here. $18 million plus the eight and a half dry settle currently makes, plus the now 3.9 Bouchard currently makes. You will, and again, people love doing like, how are you going to afford them? How are you going to afford them? When it comes to like elite players, do you not just find a way to do it? Yeah, you just figure it out. This, you just figure it out. <laughs> like, not, there's never going to be a scenario, sorry to cut you off, where the Oilers are sitting there and they're like, shit, we got to let Drysaddle walk as UFA because we can't pay This him. is not the 1995 no. Oilers with Doug Waite. No, and that was because they lost him because they just didn't have money. Yeah, literally it's didn't. It's a very different situation. Yes. Like for me, I think about the, like I get, I can understand why people would want the Oilers to long-term extend Bouchard like they did with Oscar Clefbaum, but it wasn't a reality of where they were at currently in the situation getting, I would much rather have them at two years at 3.9 than one at 3.9. Yep. Is, is there anyone in the NHL right now that has like an Oscar Clefbaum kind of deal? For the record, when Oscar Clefbaum signed that contract, there were a lot of naysayers out there saying you were taking way too much of a chance, and we won that gamble. Oh yeah, big yeah. So going sure. in, this was not a uh, this was not a sure thing when it came to Oscar Clefbaum. I just and they didn't start talking about how good he was almost to the fact he was hurt. And you can find examples of when that doesn't work. Florida did it with Michael Matheson, yeah. and it really didn't pan out. They were dumping him whenever. I think Pittsburgh's kind of going through a similar thing with a Marcus Pedersen, right? Right. I just think players are a lot smarter with money too. Like you look at Matheson and, and what's his name? Peterson. Mm-hmm. They're not exactly star names, are they? 
And Bouchard looks like he's going to be very promising. So why would Evan Bouchard sign an eight-year deal right now? He's not. I know, but that's what I mean. Like people yeah. wanted it. It's like, does it doesn't make any sense for him. No, it makes not realistic at all. No. End of the show. But hey, we got our whole team <laughs> all signed up, locked in, ready to roll for two seasons. There's a couple, there's a couple of contracts around. next year that need to be, you know, in or out or whatever. You always need that type of movement. But we're ready to go. This team is locked in and ready to go. We've got five mm-hmm. years of the free agents, seven, 10 years of being there. The free agents on the team, the UFAs. I'll start with them. The UFAs on the team next year, Warren Fogel, Matthias Janmark, the janitor, uh, Connor Brown. The big fella. And Vincent DeHarnay are the UFAs. And then the RFAs are Dylan Holloway, Raph Lavoie, and Marcus Niemelainen. So they're in good spot. All three RFAs right now are very low contracts. Yep. And then your UFAs, I think the majority of them walk out the door except for the big man. Damn it. Yeah, I can see. I can yeah. see yeah. being around. I could see like depending on the year Connor Brown has, I could see him re-upping, you know, yeah. but who knows? The problem with Connor Brown, I guess, is that he's already 3.25 on the books for next year. Yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, yeah. looking at next year, if the cap goes up to 87.5, so a $4 million increase, the Oilers have 12.3 mil, and you need to take off, what is it, 3.25 for yep. Brown? So you basically have $9 million bucks to, But again, $9 million bucks to, like Bag Milk said, sign Vogel, Yanmark, Holloway, Lavoie, maybe Connor Brown, and DeHarnay. Six guys, nine million bucks. Yeah, those yeah. guys are all in, in a good if you spot. You put all of them in together right now. You're at like seven. Yeah, on today's like, contracts, and likely some of those RFA's would be in talks around the trade deadline, anyways. Yeah, so. potentially. You're in good spot. You know, like Holloway's going to get a raise, but like, how much is it going to be? Much? You know, how much is his cap hit right now? At nine hundred, you'll see. Yeah, nine twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. So might just get the same. Well, then you have to look at yeah, it. anything bonuses that he hits this year come sure. off next year's cap. Another part of the Evan Bouchard signing that's worth mentioning is right now, currently the Oilers have $382,000 in available cap space, meaning they can accrue up to about $1.7 million at the deadline. Now, 1.7, you might go, that doesn't sound like all that much money. Well, last year they had less than that and Ken Holland figured out a way to go out and get Matias at home. So don't try giving Holland a pat on the back I think that there are going to be a fine spot to make additions at the deadline. Of course. Yeah, I've talked with this a few times too. Like one, you never know who's going to get hurt throughout the year. Yep. That's always going to change things too. If you're going and getting a right shot D-man, which I think right now a lot of people would say is their biggest need, mm-hmm. Cody CC's probably going out the door in that deal. Mm-hmm. So take your 1.7 plus the CC cap. You go now. get Brett Pesci. Yeah, you can get a Brett Pesci. If, you, if you're sitting there and you're like, oh, we need a centerman or a forward or whatever, Warren Fogel can easily go out the door in that deal and like, they will have enough money to pretty much do whatever they want at the yes. deadline. If you listen to this, I want to hear... It's not really much of a debate. We're all kind of on the same side today. Uh, you guys want to talk about Raphael Lavoie again or no? Yep. No? All right. If you're listening to this right now, ON Radio Podcast, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram. Just curious your thoughts on the Evan Bouchard deal. I thought it was fair. It was what I expected. Listen, points in the NHL are very expensive. And Evan Bouchard is going to put up a lot of them. Next two years is going to be a steal. What happens after that? We'll see. I'm not worried about it. It's just so funny that we, these debates where it's like, how could you pay him this much? But if he wasn't scoring points, he'd be a bust. Like there's just no middle ground on this. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. It's it would be yelling at whoever, Shirelli, whoever drafted him saying he's terrible. Next, uh, sticking with contracts really quickly over in Toronto, 
four by 13 two five for Austin Matthews. Just going to get everybody's thoughts. Is that on the final of- number I've seen 13, two, five, 13, three and 13, five, uh, cap friendly. Cap has- friendly. Yeah. I think it's five. 13.25 million. Yeah, 13.25. Perfect. So my, my prediction can still, can still come I'm to fruition. I'm pretty sure it's 13.5. <laughs> uh, What's your prediction? <laughs> I just said, once the Matthews deal was done, I think the Euler two big contracts are now relatively simple. 13 and a half to 14 times eight for Leon, 15 to 15 and a half times eight for Connor. It's done. It's such crazy. I don't even want, I don't even want part of like, I don't want 4% of the contract for the, doing the hard work here. Like just take the money and move on with it. Maybe get me some free popcorn or some beer when I'm at the game, but there, your two big players are signed up, ready to go. We're good till like 2034 or something. Like Rick's that. got the business done already. Uh, Austin Matthews would be the seventh highest paid player on the Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> now do that. the NBA. Yeah. He's getting that Kikuchi money. <laughs> where's, he, where's he fit on the Raptors? God, I actually, I did want to send her a tweet about like, where does he rank in his own city? Uh, he would be sixth on the rap. Oh no, he'd be fifth on the rap. Oh, oh, he's Jesus. starting. He's on the on court. The floor he would start. Right. Yeah. Uh, the Raptors go Pascal Siakam at 37.8 million a year. <laughs> Who's supposed Mama. to go over 60 for his next yeah. one. Uh, Jacob Pertle, 19 and a half. OG Ananobi, 18, six, Gary Trent, 18, five. And on the Jays, he is behind Springer. Gosman, Ryu, Bassett, and Barrios, <laughs> and Vlad. Man, if the NHL <laughs> players don't lose their mind and try and get some sort of marketing team to help run this stupid league, I'd be like, there's just I, so much money on the table out there for someone named Connor McDavid and Leon. And every single NHLer should be doing the exact same thing, going, How are these guys that are, and I know I, a lot of these guys are in better years right now. Yeah. But Kikuchi last year was making more than Connor, and Kikuchi was. Damn near out of the league beard, last man. year. You got to get that beard. He was coming out of the bullpen. <laughs> like, I, if you don't get a marketing team in here to well, fix this NHL and get a better play, uh, get a better TV deal from the US, I don't know what you're doing. You're missing so much money. It's anecdotal. And I think, I'm pretty sure I only heard it on the TV when I was down in the States, but the WNBA passed the NHL this year in TV viewership. I don't know if that's like, if you can confirm that, but even if, even if it's like something that's floated out there and it's a possibility there's that's an issue for the I think, NHL. I, I think the MLS did too. The MLS did the ML, sure. Okay. But I take the MLS out of it because that's well, most likely messy involved. I would well, yeah, be, I'd be hard. Connor McDavid should be on messy level. That's their competition right? in, in a way, in relation to the sport they're in hundred percent. They're McDavid just, yeah, but there's a lot more messy. people that watch the game yeah. of soccer. That's, I mean, we're, that's just not even arguing. So I've got an article from but a the week WNBA ago. WNBA thing. I'd be really interested. Was it a week about. ago? Yeah. Article from a week ago. The WNBA on ESPN averaged 546,000 viewers per game. It was up 46% year over year. The NHL was at 583,000 viewers per game. So still above the WNBA by slight, but they were down by 22% year okay. over year. But this is also just ESPN, right? The NHL yep. is also on TNT. Yeah, 100%, ESPN. but ESPN is your American's rights holder. Well, I know right. they hold, but TNT is as well. Yep, that's true. It's just, I'm sure they go, uh, they, they Either face way, off the against NHL's each other. got a lot of fucking work to do. Yeah. hundred percent. But you're and just goes to your point, right? I mean, it like the WNBA isn't a bunch of marketing geniuses. They are just doing the work and, and making their gains where they make them. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's wild to me. The to NHL watch. has to look at the TNT broadcast and figure it out and go from there because they, I'd be interested to see what their viewership looks like compared to ESPN compared to even to anybody in Canada, because they do bring out a lot more entertainment between, you know, puck drop 
that TNT averaged 364,000 viewers per game. So less than ESPN by a fair margin. I'd wonder like the percentage of who gets TNT in their house and ESPN. I know you can't figure that out, but there's gotta be more to it than just straight up. But that was part of the whole thing. And the whole deal with the NHL in the first place was that you were going to, you're going to a, a network that is off of basic cable. Right. I mean, that's a, that's an issue for people that can't get access to that stuff. So it just, yeah, I mean, is the ESPN off basic cable in the U S I'm pretty sure you have to pay have for no a idea. package. Just like, well, I mean, you have to pay for a package. Uh, to get ES- no, ESPN is, is it on there? Yeah. Yeah. I think okay. so. You like, do you get all package. flavors? Just the one, the main <laughs> well, one. Well, I guess on the, <laughs> you get the Ocho the hotel, I got the Ocho and I got ESPN. Well, they so, better yeah. start throwing an Ocho for free for everybody at that point. The Ocho is unbelievable. If I wonder if part of it, maybe for the NHL, like, do they just need to be more creative? Like we keep talking about getting on basic cable and things like that. <laughs> like what if you pivoted the other way and yeah. just did one of these like YouTube TV? What if your games in two years are just the all zone? on YouTube TV? I mean, zone like, well, there's also uh, sorry to cut you off. Those. There's also Apple is apparently making a play to try and get rights for all the major sports. Yeah. So like, I mean, the zone was interesting because it was more of an unknown, like yeah. the average person walking. I just figured who had the most money. Yeah. yeah. But I'm thinking like YouTube from the perspective of a, we know they have money. B everyone goes on YouTube. Like you would naturally pick up a new audience just from new having TVs media. have YouTube built right into it. Right. Like it, it would make a lot of sense. So maybe the NHL is a little bit too stuck. Does everybody here watch you TV on like things on YouTube? I watch YouTube. I do. YouTube I watch is, a lot. YouTube is like, far and away the thing that pulls in our attention more than any other app in the world. It's my favorite like website on the internet. What do you mean our like, like the, the society the society is it's like hours hours logged on that website are like exponentially higher than Instagram, <clears throat> Meta, X, anything. It like it it's it's crazy because the younger people, the younger generation Well, I was right. going to say like literally 100% right, Rick. Man, I ain't not, I ain't not, not on you YouTube yep. ever. It's not for you and I. But like I bet but how, how old do you you got a new TV? Yeah, I think there's YouTube on it. I just never fucking use it. So like for me, that was the game changer was having YouTube right on my TV. Can you like channel up, channel up, channel up, channel down, channel down? To a certain extent. To a, there, that's that's part of a videos, thing. That's right? part it's of like a thing. Videos you can do like next and skip Channels and stuff. And but like stuff, the nice yeah. part about mine is I can just go like talk to my remote and I just go show me whatever. And it goes, blonk, there it is. I need to get some of these <laughs> lists in my place. Yeah. We Need got you upgrades. off paying a dollar thirty per song. And yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a, yeah, I'm a Apple Spotify Apple guy, man. <laughs> that new Usher song that was free into my pocket, free. Uh, uh, just real back, to, uh, back to Austin Matthews, real quick. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about him. I actually don't know why some folks are all that rattled about the four year contract. I mean, he's just trying to maximize his earning potential. Yeah, really. right now, I think you have to. Because if you did eight now and four afterwards, what do you think that total number is as opposed to four now and eight afterwards yeah. with that total? I think if the cap wasn't flat, I could see him going longer than yeah. four. Yeah, so I think the thing that kind of screwed him was the flat cap. Yeah. Because now when you look at it, so McDavid in his eight years coming out of his ELC is going to make 12 and a half a year, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Matthews is going to have four years of 11.6 and now four years of 13.2 basically works out to the same thing. It's yeah. almost like he signed the McDavid deal for eight years, but he just gave himself that flexibility at the four year mark. Also, like BM said, black cap kind of screwed him over a little bit. I saw a tweet though, that I really wanted to repeat. There have been three contracts in the NHL where the AAV is North of 10 and it's not a seven or eight year deal. Only three times. I know this. I know two of them. Austin all, Matthews is two of them, right? Yeah. And the other one is Mitch Marner, Mitch Marner. All three of them are Leafs. 
it's hilarious that the Leafs, like that team, that market, that organization can't get their young guys to commit and still is paying out the nose for them. The center of the universe cannot get more than four year commitment out of their top end players. Except for the old guy who used to sleep in their pajamas. <laughs> uh, I, well, it's going to be interesting for them too. Cause as we were speaking today, August 25th, even with all their players that need to go on LTIR going on LTR, they are still $3 million over the cap. <laughs> and that is, um, is the goalie is, is Murray not healthy? No, no he would be one of those players cons- already on LTIR. Yeah, but he's healthy. I think he's come out and said he's healthy. I think that the Leafs are telling are you him saying he's, he's not Joffrey Lupo Island. Yeah, no, uh, he's it's on not Lupo Island. It's Robot Island, Island. But yeah, Lupo definitely had the a Joffrey Lupo. He had a tent so, there for a while. Remember, uh, they don't give, Lupo, you, don't give you apartments. Lupo was so injured he could never play hockey again. But then he was like posting videos of him like skiing in the mountains. <laughs> I was just excited to see Marion Hosa. <laughs> Marion Hosa was able to put equipment on there last week for yeah. without catching, oh, without yeah. getting a rash. Well, did nobody remember that he was allergic to his fucking equipment? That is my favorite all time. Like ah, can't play. But yet they brought him back for like a ceremonial game to say goodbye to him. To be what fair, he took Oscar Clefbaum damn near lost his foot and can put a skate back on nowadays too. <laughs> yeah, but like right. Right? they just had to get that. him better Benadryl, that's all. Well, actually, we don't know that. You know? He's just sitting on the bench itching himself <laughs> like, what? He's got, a, he's got a new rashy that he wears underneath it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, White man's got a lot better these days. Fucking yeah. rights it has, man. We're at upgrades. <laughs> Speaking of upgrades, we're talking about the nation vacation to Seattle that's coming up from November 10th to 12th. This one is unique. First of all, we've never gone to Seattle on the Saturday. We are going to go watch Edmonton versus Seattle. Little hockey game. Start off the trip. It's going to be real nice on the Sunday. We are going to Seattle versus Washington. A little foosball foosball. I'm excited about that. We have never watched a football game. Like, I mean, we've watched football games on nation vacations from bars. (laughs) but not in person. This is only my second ever NFL game. And I'm so excited based on the feedback we're getting so far NationGear.ca to get all the details you need. Trips already moving. We are already, as far as Jay told me, we're already about a quarter sold, 20% sold so far. These are going to sell out. If you want to come with us to Seattle again, that is the long weekend in November. Get on this now. Also egg milk. I Go don't ahead. know if it's been mentioned, but, uh, it is November the 11th that the game is. So you're going to get a special hat, commemorative hat from the Seattle Kraken. That's cool. Okay. November 11th. Let's I'll need something to throw in the ice when, uh, Remembrance Day. Yeah. Am I allowed to, uh, am I allowed to respectfully turn it down? Well, you, oh, is it a Kraken to, hat? It's I a Kraken it co-branded. Yeah. hundred percent. There's a Kraken logo yeah, on there. You could say no. You could say I'd prefer if that went to a Kraken uh, fan <laughs> or you I like could just keep smart. it as your hat trick hat for when Leon scores his hat trick in Seattle. <laughs> I think he'd be insulted if I threw a if I threw a cracking hat. At First of all, you'd think I threw an Adam. No, I think he'd be excited because the other fans were cheering. For That's it. why I have to on Nation Vacations now. I bring like three, four hats with me. I I just go in there assuming I'm going to chuck at least one. Are you guys all going? Yeah, yeah. I'm going for sure. Just uh, yeah, I just put out the email to everybody just uh, just before the podcast. So it's uh, we're seeing if staff wants to. That's what get you in get for mix. going on vacation during yeah. the summer. You had to go hang out with a bunch of people you didn't even like. <laughs> you're, you're telling me. You went to a country <laughs> where you hated the entire population. <laughs> Every single one. I had people text me about that cold performance. <laughs> <laughs> what were the texts? In support? 
Uh, uh, yeah, a couple of them were. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it. What did you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> tell, tell Dan. Tell Dan real quick. Me, Honorary quick. Cole Performer of the Week from last week, Liam I, said. Uh, I just went off about the French. Oh. <laughs> wow. For he the did. first time, an English person he did. upset with the French. That's impressive. <laughs> we'll, we'll run the clip. <laughs> there it is. You heard it. If you didn't hear it, wow, there was a malfunction at the junction somewhere. Uh, the other thing that we should talk about um, that happened this week, Oilers news this week. Two items. The Evan Bouchard thing happened, as well as Tyler Wright out as the director of amateur scouting. Rick Percy is in. Interesting that, well, I mean, as Oilers fans, we'll fight about literally anything. But I thought it was interesting that Tyler Wright was only here for, what was it, four years? Four you wrote drafts. about it today, Liam. Four drafts he was here for. I feel like it's way too early to judge his body of work as the Oilers head of scouting based on the first draft he participated in, if I'm not mistaken, was the Dylan Holloway draft. Yes. So Dylan Holloway is the only player drafted by Tyler Wright who's played in the NHL. Did he come? He came, where'd he come from? Detroit. Did he come with Holland? Uh, yeah, pretty much. He, his last draft in Detroit was 2019. So he drafted Mo Sider. And then came to it. Nope. You can't give him credit for that. He's literally in the picture. <laughs> stood next to Mo Sider on draft day. That's Personally, that doesn't fit my narrative. <laughs> yeah. I was like, have you seen some of the pictures of where they draft? Harrison's in a whole bunch of them. Is <laughs> the thing that people's arguments were ridiculous. No one even cared what he did in Edmonton. Everyone just argued how bad he was in Detroit. <laughs> But it's like, well, he actually had- Well, because there wasn't enough in Edmonton to go off of. Oh, Welcome was, to Edmonton Oilers Twitter. drives me nuts. 30% of the players he drafted in Detroit played a game in the NHL. That's all pretty, rounds? All rounds. That's that, has pretty pretty, that has to be a high, That's high above percentage. Average. That's above sounds average. good. It sounds good to me. Yeah, and like by no means, like, so he drafted Dylan Larkin and Mo Sider. Those are his best two. He didn't really hit on anyone too major outside, like Yanmark. He drafted Yanmark in twenty. Something, yeah, which turned out to be pretty good. But at what point does the scout not get the blame anymore? And it's just like, well, maybe the coaches should actually develop some players. And do we also have to give like, say Dylan Holloway pops this year, which we all hope he does. Yeah. Do we have to give him retroactive credit? I just, probably. I mean, we yeah. should. Yeah, we should, but we won't. <laughs> and like, apparently, <laughs> Ball, some apparently, Ball goes the worst player in the world. It's <laughs> like, well, yeah, because he's not. He, ed- he doesn't have any fifty goal seasons in NHL yet, does he? <laughs> no, he does not. That is true. But just, I haven't seen one from him. It's crazy. I just don't Terrible. understand how people can hate on this guy so much when we literally have no idea how good or bad he truly has been. Petrov looks like a great pick. Savoy, yeah. that Max Warner, everyone was raving about him two weeks ago. Now all of a sudden, every prospect on the Oilers is terrible because <laughs> Tyler Wright drafted them. It's just the craziest thing. And now this new guy, Rick I mean, Percy. It, what was his name? Rick Percy. Rick Percy. Yeah, he's he's had a good history of drafting players. Like you got Rantanen. Um, Tyson Berry Tyson is he Barry? over 30% O'Reilly. he had that one unreal draft in Colorado where I think it was Duchesne O'Reilly, O'Reilly Barry all, yeah on the first two rounds those are all all great and everything too because he probably did he, that by himself too probably he just sat there and watched it by himself <laughs> in his own little office in his own cubicle by himself as far as I know that's how scouting works they yeah, just yeah. sit there in the rinks and they just watch it all I, by themselves I had no idea that scouts took credit for players like this this is incredible <laughs> crazy little thing well like I wrote about it too a little bit where I was just dumbfounded by the argument <sighs> stupid I think that I don't know nearly enough about how scouting works at the NHL level to even offer like a strong opinion coming from a guy who's 
involved in the NHL very, very deeply. So those people who aren't probably have less of an idea than you do. I have zero clue what they do. I don't know how I've never sat in on a scouting meeting. So I just, I look at the timelines of which, you know, like you said, Dylan Holloway was his first draft. Takes a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes like, you gotta let him cook. <laughs> so is this just the po the new Poho coming in and putting his fingerprint on the organization? Yeah, pretty much. Yep. That, and that's fine. Just like, wants to change it, some deck chairs. I literally couldn't care less if Tyler Wright is the director of scouting or not of the Edmonton Oilers, <laughs> but it's just a response. And nobody had arguments against him being the Edmonton guy besides they shouldn't have drafted Borgo and they should have got Wallstead or Wyatt Johnston. <laughs> well, everybody, Wyatt Johnston didn't play a game in his draft year because of COVID-19. You may have heard of it. The OHL was shut down. How many, uh, how many games has Wallstead played? He played in, in the NHL? Yeah. Zero. We oh, really, really don't know how good hmm. or bad he will be either. Hmm. Future number one. Oh, my God. Because I also remember, too, like, what was the Russian goalie we all, all wanted? Yeah, Askarov. Askarov. Oh, yeah, I did not. He was, Askarov. Right he was a trade chip at the deadline. Yeah. At the draft, yeah. Yeah, the draft. Sorry, yeah. crazy. I just, I don't know. It's stupid. Like he was a blue chip. I just, I think it's a fine move. I just, I, I agree. Too. I think you make great points, Liam. I just think it's everyone reacting a certain oh, way. It's just so funny God. to I me. Saw. It's a, the most midsummer argument we could have possibly <laughs> well, gotten. This year, you're, this is a word scout to scout talk here. So we, I mean. I tend to talk a little much anyways. I should probably be quiet and let you back up the scout. Well, he's part. Of, yeah, he's part of the fraternity. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm part saying. Of the here. union. Probably got a scout yeah. T-shirt on underneath that hoodie. <laughs> yeah. Underpants. <laughs> he went on a long Instagram live rant on his U- Liam Scouts Instagram. <laughs> we need to rally together, guys. It's just you talking to a bunch of scouts on live. No, it's just the phone. It's like the phone call that the like the running backs had. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Scouts. Get all the scouts together, all right, boys, ladies and gentlemen. We need to speak about this. Yep. It's a crapshoot. That's it's what I know about stupid. the draft. It, Whoa, it don't get me excited like that. It it's a crapshoot. Oh, well, craps, we're going to be, yeah, I cannot <laughs> wait to play craps. Nation vacation, little craps, it's coming. Uh, Cornerstone Insurance, I want to tell you about them as well. For 90 years and four generations, Cornerstone Insurance has been Edmonton's premier boutique insurer. And if you go to cornerstoneins.ca forward slash nation, you can get yourself a quote in just a couple of minutes. And if you use the promo code nation, you get a exclusive rate, little discount. You got to get insurance. Make sure you're covered. Just make sure you pay less for it. What are you studying over there, Tyler? You watching baseball or something right now? No, I was literally just zoned out during your ad read. (laughs) There you go. Cornerstoneins.ca forward slash nation. Uh, I want to mention something else really quickly. Our Oilers Nation Open is sold out. Bidding is closed on the teams. Bidding is closed. Do we have a winner? Mm -hmm. When are you announcing that? Right now. Oh, oh. Well, I did not expect this. We have got, do we have breaking news? Press the button. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, if you don't know, if you weren't paying attention, people were bidding to golf with either Liam and Tyler or Jay and Chalmers. Yeah. All proceeds going to Gregor's grads. All proceeds going to Gregor's grads. It's going to be great. We're going to raise a bunch of money for Gregor's grads. But in this specific instance, there was like a friendly back and forth competition mm-hmm. between these two and those two. <clears throat> All the matter two, of who, who you won last to- year. Last year, it was our pal Ryan Dennis. And he got to golf in a group of five. It was him, Farmer John, Jay Chalmers, me. 
Oh, so this year we last year's playing both, but you guys yeah. spread up this, this year. This year we split it up into two, and we're going to play our groups. Are going to play right behind or like right after one. So there's going to be some chirping. Yeah, there's going to be some friendly competition. There's so, going to be shenanigans. So for the longest time, Liam and I were sitting at twelve, and Jay and Chalmers were kind of sitting at a thousand. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of got uh, or it did get upped by a gentleman named Ian, and then it got upped by Amar, and then it got up by an, a third voter or a third bidder. And then Jay and Chalmers got up to 1,200. Cody Chambers got the winning bid at 1,200. And then Ryan Dennis stepped in. He was the leading bid at 1,150 for me and Liam. And he said, I'm not letting you boys lose this competition. He upped his own bid (laughs) to 1,250. Liam and I won the bidding games. We're going to be golfing with Ryan and Farmer John. Jay and Chalmers are golfing with Cody Chambers and a guest. And that's how the bidding broke down. Awesome of these guys to step up and support in this way. Um, really great. Like 2,400 bucks, just over 2,400 bucks going to Gregor's grads. That's going to buy a lot of kids, a lot of suits. So shout out to Ryan and uh, Cody for coming through with the bids. Shout out to Amar and Ian and everyone else who bid as well. That's awesome. So, so, so who are we golfing with? Ryan and Farmer John. Oh, so the same guys. Same guys as last year. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Well, I hope you're ready. Yeah. I hope you carry me to the do you feel like you guys need your now you know your teammates Mm -hmm. do you need them to spend the next week because the Oilers Nation Open is a week from today on the range I Ryan has been he's uh, sent me some DMs of him on the range I I am trying to get Liam to come out golfing with me on Sunday and he won't why I'm golfing I have a bachelor party on Saturday and I'm golfing all day times at 11 a.m. you'll be fine my tea time on Saturday is 10.30 a.m. Okay. okay. And it is a bachelor party that goes till 2 a.m. Oh, you want me to golf? You could 11? dip out at like midnight. I could not. I'm you could go home at time. 2 and be up by 8. No, no, yeah. no. I don't think I don't think you get the point. It's not that I <laughs> can't, can't do this. I don't want to do that. How are we going to compete in the Oilers Nation Open? We're going to yeah. show up. I'm going to be ready. How many times have you been to the range this week? Twice. How many times are you going next week? I don't know. Maybe once. Oh, I think. <laughs> you aren't taking this seriously. You should I, lose I don't need the range. You should I lose your bag of jerky swing. for this. Because there's also another thing that yesterday on Real Life, Chalmers and Jay, they also want some side action with you guys. Oh, no. Well, I know. And last time we did this, Liam, I hate to be a dick. Oh, I kind of okay. carried. Well, I never. Well, to be fair. <laughs> no practice time, I bet. <laughs> to be fair. But I'm good. You should have known that was going to happen on <laughs> the first hole when I got asked what my handicap was and I didn't have an answer. I yeah. Said, that should have been your indicator. But I'm just saying, you could be practicing this week. I you know what? You sh- I went twice. I've been, I'm a busy man. Thomas. Where are you going? <laughs> you going to hit the. You should be practicing your putting because, for the most part, yes. playing these scrambles and stuff, you need someone who can drain some putts. So, honestly, you can do this at home. Mm-hmm. You no, can I do it when you're tired. Professor Wems? I don't have a yard. You don't need a yard. Well, I can't golf. If I you can putt on putting. concrete, you can putt on grass. Yeah. God. It's like, we're going to send you through a dodgeball style. <laughs> Linoleum? No problem. Yeah, put on some linoleum. It's all I online. will practice putting this week. And then go to the range once next week and work on your chips around the green. Or like practice There's your... Not, li- I don't have a, you can practice a range chips around me with a, like a okay. chip. So just practice your shots. Like just try hitting them good at 100 yards. Good at 100 yards. If you can do that for us, we'll be solid. I thought we were just having a... A fun day. Absolutely the links. not. There is competition. Out, I, As it turns out, you are the weakest link. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have gone to Europe for three weeks if I had known. Yeah, this. you would have just been grinding I thought you practice. went to Europe to get your golfing in. 
Wow. Yeah. You, you went to Andrews the yeah, whole time. Yeah, you went to the home of golf to get ready for this. <laughs> yeah, you went back and did like... And, here he is, and inside here he is hanging out with fucking giant M&Ms and, and, and something called the Louvre. He had an epic day there. Did a montage of like you learning the sport. like Yeah. And so you were picking fights with guys from Paris. So... Uh, scary people. Though. Farmer John? Are they good? Yeah, they're you're, pretty good. They're going to have to do some heavy lifting. Are they here, better than like, me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think they're about they're about the same as me, like skill wise. Okay, I'm not too far off. No, no, you're really not. I I am just kind of being a jerk, but either way, I just want you to practice. Stay tuned. I assume on real life over the next two episodes next week, we're gonna hear some of the side action betting. What you guys want to do, Rick? If you're putting in a couple of shekels, because you'll be there as well. Which team you betting on here? Well, I'd have to see. I've only seen two play. I've seen Ty and I've seen Jay play. That's pretty much a soft. It depends on who's best day. If Jay is golfing good, he smokes me. But Jay can be a little up and down. Yeah, I've Jay seen hasn't got enough practice in. He, he goes a little. He goes a little wide. But it, when he comes back, he's very good at the fucking. Re- recovery shots it was actually yeah. quite stupid when I watched it. Chalmers is actually a legit golfer. Chalmers yeah, he good. is the best golfer I've ever seen. We are not even close in categories. The only I'm thing close now. is that we're both male. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to throw down with the show. With I'm going to say the young go. boys are going to oh, do it. Yeah. There you go. I'm going to bring bananas. You know what you need? <laughs> Just start slipping in the double rise to Chalmers right when he well, gets Well, that's there. actually, I was yeah. talking to Jay about this a couple days ago and I was like, hey, are you guys actually like getting involved here? Are you getting like worried about winning? He's like, no, like we probably won't win. Good. So you got to push him on the drinks. Mm-hmm. What time's yeah, yeah. tee off? Eight o'clock. Eight a.m. Eight o'clock. I believe eight, right. eight a.m. is when we be there. Nine is nine is oh, so nine nine tf. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, that's plenty of time. Nine. You could probably get in a good four to five doubles by then. Just be like Chalmers. You want a drink? I'll go grab you one. All of a sudden, his double is now a quad. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But you shit. grab you grab one for everybody. Okay. So both carts. Yep. Your guys is just Coke. Don't tell. <laughs> you know they're not going to listen. You know they're not going to listen, right? So for the first couple ones, have nothing in yours. Make sure you get theirs going. Get some shots going. Mm -hmm. Might I also suggest five wood to the knee? Well, my five wood is actually my secret weapon. Hmm. So then take it a lesser club. Or you start undoing the cleats on the bottom of their shoes so they don't know. Yeah. Would you even do that? (laughs) I don't know. You might be able to. We're just workshopping here. I can see one of them having really old shoes. They used to be able to do it. No problem. I just mean like while they're they're wearing them. (laughs) No, no. You get them before. Just Uh, tackle them. That's going to be take down leg tackle. And then the other person's unscrewing the. Also, you guys are golfing the same time. Yeah. It's a shotgun, right? Shotgun start. So you're one's head. Also, I would like to get one of you guys on video doing the old bag trick to them, please. Oh yeah, Ooh, we can do that. Thank That's you. It's a good Greasy. golf prank. Thank you. The other Get thing I want to, again, thank you so much to everybody that mm-hmm. signed up for teams, the Weather's Nation Open. It's great to have this sell out every year. Like Tyler said, we're going to raise a bunch of money for Gregor's grads. Going to have a great day out on the links at Millwood's Golf Club. Thank you so much for everybody that signed up. Changing gears a little bit, boys. I want to touch on quickly, really quickly, because I don't think there's much to it, but we're going to Edmonton and we're going to make something out of it. Yesterday over at Sportsnet, Connor McDavid did a phone interview with Mark Spector. Really solid interview. In my opinion, it was a nice piece. Go read it. Connor was talking about how committed he is to the season, how they're going all in, how they were, you know, they looked at last year's series against Vegas and I'm paraphrasing here as a winnable series. They're mad at themselves. They're motivated. They're coming in. Captain skates are kicking off on September 5th. A lot of stuff to like now. The thing that anybody wanted wanted to latch onto 
was one little tiny comment at the end, which to me was a non-event. Rick, I already know you're going to be with me. I love playing in Edmonton and I really feel at home there. Lauren loves being in Edmonton. There are a lot, a lot of things that check boxes for us in Edmonton. We're super comfortable there. But with all that being said, it's three years down the road. We've kind of got to see where our lives are at and kind of go from there. I don't want to say that to raise eyebrows or cause panic. That's just the way it is. But I love playing in Edmonton. I'm 100% committed to winning in Edmonton with this group and we're going to see it through. So that just little three years down the road part. When I saw that non-event for me, I don't know what I'm doing two weeks from now, let alone three years from now. I don't know what I'm doing tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? Much ado about nothing? I just don't think he wants to come out and be the guy. Because again, you never know what can happen. If he comes out now and says, I'm going to be an oiler for life and something weird happens in the next three years and he signs somewhere else, he's a villain, right? Yeah, And to an extent, maybe he'd be a villain no matter how he leaves. But when it's like broken promises and all of that, like I can totally understand why he doesn't want to even potentially, if there's only a 1% chance in his head that he thinks he's ever leaving Edmonton, you you just don't want the headline of, I promise I'm in Edmonton my career. I don't Mm -hmm. blame him at all for the answer. Is it a little like unnerving to be like, God, why can't you just say it? Yeah, like a bit, but it's three years from now. He talked about how much he loved Edmonton. He said he wants to win in Edmonton. Maybe what he's thinking is, hey, if we win two cups in the next three years, maybe I am done here. I did my thing and I'm going to go live in Arizona. I don't know. Terrible. Okay. Anybody else? Thoughts? Um, You just saw one guy stay in Toronto. The guy that everyone thought was about to leave. But not really. What do you mean? He's just walking himself to his age 29, which is kind of what McDavid did. Yeah, he's doing it a different way, yeah. but he's he just signed another contract. He's not yeah. going. And I still don't think at 29 he's going anywhere. As long as the Leafs keep trying to win and he doesn't sign an eight-year and then they got to go, well, we got this guy locked up. We don't really have to push anymore. We've got the ticket sales anyways. We've got the big name. Like We don't really have to push anymore. He's making it so the management has to keep trying to win while he's there. He doesn't want to get to a spot where management gets lazy and just goes whatever and mails it in. Well, that's like, to so me, I have no what, issues with it. To me, what you just said about Austin is the same thing that we should be saying about McDavid, which is that he's just covering his bases. What if this team absolutely implodes the next three years and it's off the rails and everybody's blaming McDavid and it's all his fault and he just wants to go somewhere else? I don't think that's going to happen, but worst case Ontario's do happen. Luckily, so we're not the NBA and yeah. I don't think we'll ever see that type of, of course movement not, over but, here, thankfully. But Connor has to be the person that just is pragmatic about it and just is realistic. I, I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating when guys have to be realistic and we're like, whoa. Well, that's what I thought. It's just again, like, again, three years from now, fuck man. I don't know where I'm going to be three years from now. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe you could have left it out. Could have just said how great everything but, is, but also I just think it's kind of like, yeah. But I it's we so also true. we also don't know like what was the question? How was it phrased? Yeah, is that the true. full quote or is that a segment of the quote? Like I do find it. it sorry, I was calling Frank Saravalli. Frank, I would, did not mean to call you. Uh, <laughs> bring him on the air. Um, yeah, I just think it's much to do about nothing. Yeah, it is. I just wanted to touch on it because everybody's talking about it. I'm not concerned about this at all. Well, how did he start the part of the quote again? Uh, I love Edmonton. Okay. That's fine. Well, drive down 124th street. Lauren's setting up shop right there. You can see it. You can drive by it. Kind of sounds like there's plans. Leon. I heard she has an eight year lease in the place too. So really real estate insider, Rick. (laughs) It's an 11 year lease. That's eight plus three. There's three and eight. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. An 11 year lease. 
<laughs> in all honesty, you're probably a little bit more worried about Leon ever leaving than Connor, I think, too, right? Why? I don't think, see, the thing with Leon, I don't think he has any attachment to any NHL city. No, he doesn't. It was but always he's LA, the, right? But he's ahead of Dubois for some reason. But he's, yeah, if of, there was, if there was a worry, it was LA because they were going to, but yeah, yeah. they kind of spent their Leon money. You guys don't think don't Arizona's going to be loading up for him? I, I just, there my reasoning might was not even like, be in Arizona by then. If, like, if Leon stays, I think Connor stays no matter yeah. what, because for McDavid, it would be a, you know, where are you ever going to find a teammate like Drysidle? Yeah. You're comfortable in the city, comfortable, all that stuff, right? You can be an oiler for life, just like Gretzky, all or not. Oh, like careful. Sorry. Lila. You can Lola. be an oiler for life in the city. Gretzky never did it kind yes, of thing, yes. right? Like you could be the guy for this franchise. <laughs> nope. For Drysidle, I think it's a boy, that was a real slip of the tongue. <laughs> eh? That's hilarious. Um, uh, but for Drysidle, could you not see there being a little bit of, I want to see if I can be my own? superstar i'm sick of the you only do it with connor thing i could i could just see it i'm not saying like lock it up or it's a it's not even my prediction my prediction is they're both oilers for their careers like gretzky um <laughs> but i i just think there's like a, a line of thinking that's more clear when it comes to dry set of one day leaving versus mcdavid for our friends at Wilhawk beef jerky it's time for ask the idiots whoop, whoop. it's the weekend it's friday afternoon you're hungry aren't you of course you are why not grab a bag of beef jerky at any of the three locations or hit up the kiosk and get some pickled eggs? How are those pickled eggs, Rick? Well, other than gone, <laughs> they're really good. Nice. And just, just murdered the jar. I just dubbed oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Fucking right. But you know what the best thing is, is they have like, uh, they have some onions floating around in there. Oh, nice. Scoop those babies out afterwards too. Yeah, You're just eating them? Oh, yeah. Hell put yeah. them on a little hot dog maybe. There That'd you go. Nice. That's Come what I was thinking. I was like, mm-hmm. maybe fry them up a little. Oh yeah, put them on a dog. I but I went raw, but yeah, you could fry them up probably. Mm. That'd be really nice. They're really good. Wilhock beef jerky. Go get yourself something to eat. And also, if you haven't had the pepperoni sticks, search oh, your fucking. Eat those too. Very good. Hundred percent. All right, I have got a random collection of questions for you boys this week. Uh, are any of them? Yep, well, I've got one Oilers one. Oh, good. So, in case you were wondering. Liam, you are sitting to my left. I'm going to start with you. What is the most fearsome animal you feel like you have a better than 50% chance of beating in a fight? The scariest animal, but you think you can beat him. Oh, boy. Um, coyote. That's actually a fair pick. Yeah, coyote. Could probably give it a good swift kick to the skull and be done with it. They're kind of mangy looking, Yeah, you know? Get on top of it. Nation Dan, what is the most fearsome animal you feel like you have a better than 50% chance of beating in a fight? I mean, um, I, I guess I'll just say, I think I could take a shark. <laughs> I've always believed that I could take a shark <laughs> on land. Maybe the punch, the punch to the, the punch to the nose thing that they say you can do. Well, yeah. What kind of shark are we talking here? What kind of size are we talking a six well, footer? I'm going to just say, I'll take like a tiger, or a bull shark, like not, not a big one, not a great white. <laughs> You're confident in your ability in water. Are you a good swimmer? Yeah. No, I think I'd be standing in the shallow okay. end, right. but, but yeah, I, I think I can <laughs> catch the shark. You, in the I nose. do came into your area. Yes. Yeah. I feel so, like you're in yeah. my dojo. Yes. So everything has to be the, to the advantage of you to be a hundred percent. It didn't ask me what the rule. It didn't say any rules ahead of it. It sure. just said, if I think I can take it more than 50% of the time, <laughs> Rick, right. most fearsome animal you can take in a fight. Oh man. 
Hammurabi. <laughs> so I, th- I saw the, uh, there was, there's like a, a little text thing going around a fake one is, you know, could you fight a horse? And I think I could take it down a horse. Do I get any prep time? And she's like, yeah, you get prep time. Well then definitely no. I think the horse is probably too big, too kicky. <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, and I, the cro- I'm going to go with the crocodile. Whoa. Whoa. That's a good one. I, look, I'm old enough to watch a lot of uh, the Crocodile Hunter. <laughs> Liam's just devastated with his answer now. What did you pick? A mosquito? I, <laughs> you know you can like pretty much put them asleep by putting a like a towel over their eyes, right? Yeah, yeah they do a have crocodile? a glaring weakness. I, yes, I know, but I've seen crocodiles rip off each other's arms. Yeah, because the other one didn't try to put a blanket over his yeah, eyes. Yeah, the other one didn't have a towel. Yeah, you put a blanket over his eyes. It's kind of like putting the, the thing over the bird's cage, and the bird's like, nah, it's bedtime. Same thing. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, there, oh, there's one other animal that goes that does the same thing when you get in a certain position. I forget what it is though. But I'm going crocodile. Yeah. Uh, I'm checking down. I'm going alligator. Little less aggressive than a crocodile. Um, I did a quick Google. Crocodiles <laughs> enjoy hunting. Alligators are more what the Google search called opportunistic feeders, where okay. they aren't mm-hmm. naturally aggressive. So I think I could kind of, you know, get behind it maybe to the point where it's like, oh shit, where is this guy? And then I could run up its back and bonk him with a hammer. Like an, I dig it. Like yeah, I dig style. <laughs> Liam's just <laughs> so upset he had to go first. I also uh, new uh, answer, gorilla. <laughs> I feel like if I just had a big mallet and whacked it around his head. No, 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 no. That thing is gonna take the mallet from you. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's one just one silly Donkey talk. Kong before? I actually did recently see the new Mario movie. Ah. I've watched a lot of yeah. Crocodile Dundee, though. And I've got a pretty Stay good... Stay away from the Stingray. I know how to date you. Well, that's just it. I never said anything about a Stingray. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, like a cobra, like a snake. Oh, a snake's creepy. I feel like I can handle a snake. I just need a big... Are you going... Here's my question. Are you going... Are you sneaking up or are you going head on? No, I got to go head on, but here... <laughs> you're going head on. Ooh, yeah, but like here, here I go because he's doing this thing and I'm going like... Yeah, yeah. First of all, I start going... Oh, he didn't bring your... You brought your recorder. I'm whistling at him and he's just like, oh shit, You brought your on? recorder, smart. Meanwhile, put the recorder away. I've got my long stick with the Y shape on the end. Pin mm-hmm. its head down. Chop it off. Yeah, I dig it. Got there yourself you go. a new pair of shoes. Yep. <laughs> Can't believe you went with a coyote, Liam. Yeah, wow. this video is frozen over here, Tyler. I don't know if that's uh All right. Got a really good screen grab of me well, though. Yeah, Dan is having it. Dan is enjoying the content being made. I was just about to sit up and I was laughing, so yeah, it's good. Dan is enjoying the content being made. The audio is still recording though, I believe. Yep, we're still sign. good. That's a good sign. We're good. The weird thing is the counter's still going up. Yeah. The kids so on YouTube are not going to be very happy with us. The nope. kids aren't going to like this one. How if I'm watching YouTube from my TV or we're not back, but it no, still not back. Mm-hmm. Tyler's behind the desk here. He is rearranging the camera. We are refiring up. Will it work? Stay we'll tuned. see. <laughs> nope. You we'll won't see. know if you're listening to this. Tyler is working on it. Replugging so in things. I have a, I, I have a quick going. story. Go ahead. Whilst Tyler's working on his... On this Go ahead. <laughs> Just on the sharks. Uh-huh. On sharks. They got brought up by them. So <laughs> I could kill one. My dad used to live in... Um, <laughs> My dad used to live in Croatia. Croatia, yep. And he was cliff diving. And he was cliff diving and they take like his buddy was taking these into the ocean. The buddy was taking some pictures. And when they got home, they were looking at the pictures. This was like 1994 or something. So they had to, sorry, I shouldn't say where they got home. They got developed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can see shark head. 
fins, like shark fins close. in the water, like close enough. They were See, the there's picture. that video that was there right now right on Twitter there. or whatever that says, this is how close we swim to sharks. Yeah, and it's like a drone and it's relatively close. A few, too close. In a fact. few days after they saw the pictures, there was a, a shark attack in right by where they were jumping. Was it provoked or unprovoked? I I don't know. I didn't ask. There is a category for that in Australia. Well, you wouldn't ask. So the person how do you provoke them? I don't know, but there's a couple of provoked fights for Willock beef jerky. Question number two. This one is. Let's get our Oilers question out of the way. Tyler, we're starting with you. Nonsense. Excluding Wayne Gretzky and Connor McDavid, both career Oilers. Yeah, both career Oilers. Mm -hmm. Your all-time Oilers starting lineup. Oh. Okay. Um. Excluding the two goats, as yep. the kids would say, um, who is in my all-time Oilers lineup? I want to get some numbers here. I like how you're looking at the. You can't just pull that off your head. I mean, I could, but I want to. No, okay, so all right, fine. I'll just go off the yeah. dome. On the blue line, <laughs> so, coffee pronger. No right. one's getting through that. Okay. That's unbelievable. Uh, between the pipes, just spring of 06 Rollison. I'm not interested in any other Dwayne Rollison. It's <laughs> sure. going to be him. I like going with a more modern era goalie. Mm-hmm. Um, up front. I'm going to throw, well, Messier down the middle then is an easy one. And I'll go Hemsky on one wing. And then I'll, I mean, Curry's another, that's just too easy. You can't leave him off. So I, I, I like my blend of old like and new style. in there. I like your style. Rick, what do you got? Well, I'm going to go with uh, Curtis Joseph and Nett. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be a little bit different here. And then I'm going to go with, um... We're going to go with, say, like an Eric Brewer, Kevin Lowe. I understand. Pure shutdown. Yeah, I understand there's better defense. I wanted to try and stay away from Tyler's here. And then I'm going to go with, we're going to go with Mark Messier on the left. We're going to go Leon down the middle. And we're going to go Hemsky on the right. Nation Dan, you're. Glenn Sather's my coach. Starting five. So do I have to pick different? No, you can do it. <laughs> and then we everyone. should make it impossible for Liam and you. <laughs> yeah. By the time uh, it gets to me, I'm just like, <laughs> oh, Sean Horkoff. <laughs> I'm going to do, I'll start from the forwards down. So I'll go Doug Waite in the like middle. Uh, and then Hemsky and Messier flanking him. And then on defense, I would go Kevin Lowe and Chris Pronger. And then I'll go Bill Ranford and net. Oh, love Billy. Love Bill Ranford. Liam, oh, what you got? Oh, no. My forwards, I'll just say Dreisaitl, Messier, and I'll take Ryan Smith as well. Um, and I'll take Tyler's defensive pairing. And then for goalies, just to change it up, I'll go with Cam Talbot. The Come on. Year. Oh, Grant Fuhr. Thank you. Good That's Lord. That's what I meant to say. I left one on the board. I'll edit that. <laughs> Mine, I'm going to go up front. I've got Leon on the wing. i got the moose down the middle. Yari Curry on the right side. Take it. If that's going to, that line's going to score a lot of goals. No, no. Sorry to interrupt you, but did you say Leon or Liam? Liam. Okay. Hot Reddix. Yep. Yeah. Liam Marvin on the yeah. left. Oh, I figured, sorry. I thought you had Reddix. I was just checking. <laughs> no, no, no. Just making yeah. sure. Let's not get us mistaken. <laughs> My deep pairing is Pronger and Jason Smith. Oof. Gator. Gator. You and my goalie. Is, uh, not 2023 rules. Yeah. We're going to have to hope for like mid nineties rules. Like the <laughs> elbows are coming up and in net, I've got Cujo. I've got Cujo. So there you go. Starting fives. Uh, this one, next one comes in from just an Oilers fan living in Calgary. Sorry. Jumping right in the middle. Rick, you're first. I'm running hockey camps down here in Calgary and I've had dads come to tell me that they named their kids Connor after our Lord and savior. <laughs> right. 
If you had to pick a non-oiler athlete to name your firstborn after, who are you choosing? Christ. A non-oiler athlete. Yep. Your firstborn is going to be named X. After an athlete. X. Could be. After Twitter, yeah. I like that. (laughs) Non-oilers yeah, I'm not the, you know what? Just for the hell of it, it's because it's the season right now. We're about to there. Let's go to a mm. Tyler. Um, this isn't naming a child, but at a point when my girlfriend and I were debating getting a pet, we were going <laughs> to name the cat Bo after Bo Bichette. So I'll say Bo. Uh, what about Bo Jackson? Or Bo Jackson. There you go. Nation Dan, you're naming a baby. What is it called? I would name my kids seven. if you don't get the reference you have to stop listening yeah that is true i am i'll name my kid my favorite soccer player growing up was a player called kevin davis so my kid will be called kevin i'm gonna name my uh my child turbo after the american gladiator turbo (laughs) or maybe laser not blazer though not blazer. blazer. No, no, no. Nobody or ice. Blazer. No, we're not naming him ice either. By the way, that American gladiators documentary on Netflix. Is fantastic. It's unreal. That first season of American gladiators before it became American gladiators is the most fucking crazy shit ever. A little dangerous. That's fine. Wrapping up. Uh, last question for our friends at will hog beef jerky. Ask the idiots. You can just slide on into my DMS here. Oh, this, I love this question. It's so stupid. Dan, you're up first. <laughs> You've decided to busk on the street to supplement your income. What are you doing for passers-by that will earn you the most money? (laughs) Okay. If, (laughs) if I had to choose something, I think what I would do, I thought about this a lot in my life. I would pull a Mr. Bean and I would find like an actual busker. That's like a good musician. And I would just dance next to them and try to make the money off. I don't know if they're going to be very happy. You know, you never know. It gets territorial. This busking game. Same corner. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm going to pull a Mr. Bean and do my little dance in front of another person. Liam, you're busking to make some extra money. What are you doing? Uh, barbecue and foot massage. <laughs> All right. If you don't get that, I wasn't ready for you. But here we go. Joe's barbecue and foot massage. Joe's barbecue and foot massage. That sounds Is like that guy that's touching feet also cooking? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm pay this man. <laughs> Rick, you're busking. What are you doing? What am I going to do? <laughs> um. <laughs> I what think I'm question. just going to randomly yell at cars. <laughs> I'm just going to randomly, uh, you know what? You walk up to <laughs> Provide me. Nothing you, know no, you walk up, no, you walk up to me, you put money in the hat, you point out the person uh, and I will yell at them for you. Uh, oh, like you pull up to a red light and Rick's patrolling the intersection yeah, yeah, yeah. and the guy next to you cuts you off a little bit. Along Whatever. Nope. Five bucks in there and I'll yeah. make sure they know it. Wow. <laughs> Rick will road rage uh-huh. for you. Rick we rage. We don't have enough people doing that. Nope. No, I mean it could be anything. This is unique. Like what? Somebody bought the the last that last item before you're able to get there. Whoa. Like Someone, you walked up to grab the uh, the organic bananas, and yet some lady in front of you grabbed three instead, and it was the last three. You're fuming, obviously. Yeah. You walk outside. I'm out there with my hat on the ground. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, here's a fiver. Can you let her know? Yeah. You so, don't like to start the the confrontation. I don't have an issue with it. Someone tells you to shut up when you're buying a coffee. Five bucks in Rick's hat. Got you. Thanks. Uh, no Somebody told you shut up buying coffee? Yeah, I did this last week. Remember when I went to that oh, little town called the uh, Dirtville? 
<laughs> ah, shit. All right. Uh, Tyler. Tyler, what are you doing? You're busking. Uh, you want to make a little extra money. Old school Rexall place. I'm playing the 10-gallon pails. Uh, oh. How dare you take that guy's <laughs> shtick? Drum and pail guy, he had one beat, and that's a great one. I like a no one's going after the push-up guy. I saw a new I saw Never. A, I saw a new griff when I was down in Vegas uh there last week. It's now if you can hold yourself up on a pull-up bar for over hundred oh, yeah. seconds, yeah, you can win a hundred bucks. Yeah, but it starts moving. It's no, it's it seems it like it wasn't gained. Oh, does it? Yeah, so you get to like whatever, three quarters of the way, you're like, I got this. Either they start messing with you or the bar starts moving. Oh, okay. So I was thinking about that one. Sorry, that came to my mind. Sorry. Uh I think if I'm gonna busk to make a little extra money, and Kennedy's standing right behind me, so I'm gonna ask her as well. So I think I'm just gonna dance for you. Whatever flavor you want. You want it sexy, then I'm gonna dance sexy for you. If you want a little river dance, I'm tappy tapping away. I dig it. I was just down on Fremont street and I saw a guy that did it where he, you could pay him and he would uh, go into any shape you wanted and stay there. So people were putting him in the fetal position, putting him like up on one leg with leg up in the air. It was unbelievable. I once saw a guy on Fremont street. This was about five, six years ago. Now, mind you, he was paying, people were paying to kick him in the pills. <laughs> that is a tough bus. Dedicated grift. Yikes. There was a guy on America's got talent one year. Who did yeah. His that. name is horse. Yeah. His whole, yeah. That was him, right? Yeah. Yeah. His whole bit was just, he just did different ways of getting hit in the dong. Kennedy, the question for Ask the Idiots <laughs> is you've decided to busk on the street to supplement your income. What are you doing for passersby that'll earn you the most income? Okay. So I'm going to stand in a really touristy spot and offer to take pictures of people and then Smart. make them pay. I'm pro smart. Run away with their phones. That too. That, oh, that's actually a way better idea. You go for the older people. Stop so busking anymore. It's just thieving. Stealing. Crime. Kennedy's busk is just straight thievery. Uh, we got her in the studio because it's another round of Kennedy's quote game. Let's this go. is the first time we've all been together in quite That's, some time. <clears throat> I was going to say that too. I was like, you guys are all back together. All right, let me get my I'm pen ready. and paper. Okay. okay, we're switching it up a little bit this week though. So we're doing 10 quotes and you're going to notice what? a trend with this one. So there's two, 10. <laughs> it's and all the same person. There's, <laughs> there's 10, one through 10. And there's two of each of you. Jesus. 10. 10. 10 quotes. 10 quotes. I didn't think we told them. I have to go, go big or go home. Do you have extra paper there? Do you need another piece? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Luckily, I'm on page one of my notepad. <laughs> Liam is going old don't school. Do this when I'm at the end of my notepad, Kennedy, no. I won't have enough room. Okay. You can start <laughs> writing on your hand. Um, okay. Liam, you got your. I'm ready. He's got his notepad. Out. Number one. I need to do good here. Okay. So, number one Tyler asked this question just to pick a fight. I guess that was Tyler. <laughs> Oh, that was the quote. That's the quote. We're going to notice a trend here with these ones. Okay. Number oh, I two. I feel like the trend's going to be Tyler's fighting with people. Number two. Liam, I'll let you be the master chef here. Mm. It's okay. directed at other people. Three. Yeah. But you see, that's the thing, bagged milk. Oh. <laughs> what is happening? What you see, that's. Can you say it like that person? That's going to give it I away. Said exactly. <laughs> that's, you want the accent? Is that what you're looking for? You're trying to see that if you said it? Yeah. No. Say, say it yourself, Liam. Say I it wouldn't yourself. say that, but I know who would. Okay. Uh, number four, Rick heard there's a ref in the room and his blood pressure just spiked. <laughs> well, I mean, that's... Okay. Number five, go ask Bag Milk. He'll tell you stories. 
Okay. <laughs> Number six. Dan, can you take that take back, please? <laughs> Number seven. Dan, do not start with the Brad Malone stuff. <laughs> okay. Am I talking to myself? <laughs> it's in constant internal dialogue for Dan during these podcasts. Yeah. Don't do it. Not this time. <laughs> All righty. Number eight. The listeners want Tyler's number. Okay. So it's 780. Uh, okay. Yep. All righty. Number nine. One of my favorite moments, Liam, is you admitted you were stress eating bananas. Oh, who do I got left? Oh, it can't be me. <laughs> and the last one, number 10. Fuck you, Rick. Oh, fuck. Uh, I think I know who that is. Oh, wait. I do have my name twice here. Can you read nine again? Do you mind just rattling through them real quick, Kennedy? I yep, one. You got it. Okay. One, Tyler asked this question just to pick a fight. Two, <coughs> Liam, I'll let you be the master chef here. Three, but you see, that's a thing, bagged milk. Four, Rick heard there's a ref in the room and his blood pressure just spiked. <laughs> Five, go ask bag milk, he'll tell you stories. Six, Dan, can you take that take back, please? Seven, Dan, do not start with the Brad Malone stuff. <laughs> Eight, the listeners want Tyler's number. Okay, so it's 780. Nine, one of my favorite moments, Liam, is you admitted you were stressed eating bananas. Ten, fuck you, Rick. <laughs> I, well, I have Rick down three times. So I had to change down. so many answers on the fly there because I did math wrong. Okay. Right. Was anybody uh, back to back? Um, you can't say that. No, you, no, 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 no. No, now no, that we've already voted out. Okay, okay yes good. And no. I just, I got rid of, yeah, I had one that's back to back and I, okay, good. I'm ready. Okay. I think I do pretty good. I have good. one that's back to back too, actually. I think I'm pretty good here. I'm ready. I don't. I'm feeling good. Alrighty, we're all locked in, boys? Yep. Locked in. Okay. Number one, Tyler asked this question just to pick a fight. Who'd you get, BM? I said Rick. I said BM. I said myself. I have me. I had Dan. Dan. Yes. Uh, Not going it. over. <laughs> Alrighty, number two. Can we just stop now? I was right there. <laughs> one Let's go on percentages. Okay. Uh, Liam, I'll let you be the master chef here. I said it was me. I said... Tyler. I said Rick. I have BM. I have BM. BM. Master <laughs> Chef guy. Two for two. BM. I like how none of us have a consensus whatsoever. <laughs> Three, but you can see that's a thing, Bag Milk. Dan? Rick. I said Liam. I have Dan. I have Liam. Dan. Wow. I would never say that. <laughs> you don't know me. Number four. Rick heard there's a ref in the room and his blood pressure just spiked. Tyler. Dan. For some reason I said Rick. Tyler. So I wrote that one down. Third person? Right. I have uh, Tyler. I think uh, I said BM. It was Ty. Yeah. Uh, well, someone's over four. <laughs> really, Leo? Oof. No. Okay. Oof. Me when I lie. Okay, number five. Uh, go ask Bag Milk. He'll tell you stories. Rick. Rick. Tyler. Me. Rick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One for five. Uh, apparently. Six. Dan, can you take that take back, please? Liam. Oh, that does seem like me. <laughs> it does. I'm actually kind of regretting my answer now. I cross my name out <laughs> and I put Rick. 
I said BM. I have Liam. I said Rick. That was Liam. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Liam, you don't know yourself. Okay. Um, number seven. Dan, do not start with the Brown Malone stuff. I've got Rick. I said Tyler. I said Liam. I have me. I have myself. That was Rick. Yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> wait, I said Tyler. Uh, <laughs> okay. Number eight. The listeners want Tyler's number. Okay. So it's seven, eight, oh. Me? Liam. I said bagged milk. BM. I said uh, Dan. That was Liam. Oh, yeah. God. I I that. Number nine, uh, one of my favorite moments, Liam, is you admitted you were stress eating bananas. I have Dan. I also have Dan. I also have Dan. <laughs> I have Dan. Myself. That was BM. Oh. Uh, upset. Wow. Damn so, it. Last well, one. Oh, number 10. Fuck you, Rick. <laughs> Tyler. Uh, BM. <laughs> I said Tyler. I have Tyler. Liam. It was Tyler. Uh, <laughs> well, what'd you get? Be. Wow. I'm actually impressed. What did you get? Seven out of 10. Damn. I got the first one and the last one, right? Let me just count. One, <laughs> two. Yep. Yeah, Liam, me and you, two guys, two, seven, two out of 10 ain't bad. Oh. Tyler, three. Uh, seven, you said? Yeah. Good you guys gotta Google it out for who won. You each had to get that. Uh, each had a really good one. I feel like we'll I feel like this. the old boys are the ones paying attention here. Yeah. You know? I, I'm an old boy I'm sometimes. I'm I don't know myself. <laughs> Some of them are like, so Some a couple of things I had problems. I have Rick down three times. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> I had Rick down three times. I started writing down names after like trying to scramble to change things. So yeah. It's okay. so. Some of them, like you can tell just by the way Kennedy put it together, the mannerisms of which you speak. Master Chef was definitely you. Master Chef is something I say a lot. Um, the banana, like "fuck you, Rick," is a very Tyler thing to say. <laughs> yeah, I, <should. laughs> I love it. There you go. Thank you, Kennedy. Um, good job. Thank you. Really? I have envelopes for the next two weeks. So, wow. With prizes. Oh, because you're not here. Yeah, I'm not here. <laughs> you, want, you want prizes? Maybe we. Oh, uh, it wouldn't matter to me. <laughs> I wouldn't win anything. What's the uh, What's the plan for next week? Are we doing this from the eighth, the eighth green? Are we doing it on Thursday? Ooh. Have we thought about yeah. this? Have we talked about this? Yeah, we haven't talked about it at all. all right. There's also new buttons on the this too. Is there? There's a bunch of new ones. This whole page in it. The barbecue Well, the Tyler one. Oh, that's so exciting. Ooh, that's so exciting. Thanks, Kennedy. Thank you, Kennedy. What are we going to do? Two weeks. We can discuss it. All right. We'll discuss it afterward. Uh, before we wrap up the podcast with Hot and Cold Performers, how could I not talk about a very special baby that was born this week? The new princess of Edmonton, Lennon Nugent Hopkins, came August 19th. And when I looked at the board for the nation baby pool, we had no winner. No. If we play prices right rules, however, Tyler won. Mm, good for you. That's mm. as close as we can get is prices right rules. Tyler win. Did you pick a girl also? Yeah. Oh, there you go. So Tyler would be the winner, I would guess. So you get a uh, bowl full of snacks if I if I recall the rules correctly. Congrats. Uh, it's actually just a bag of Maltesers because nobody brought snacks. Yeah, but I am excited to eat those Maltesers. <laughs> That'll be nice. I'll bring. Who brought the Maltesers? You? Oh no no no. <laughs> I didn't no. <laughs> All right. 
Well, there you go. So congratulations to Ryan and Bree Nugent Hopkins. New baby. Smells fresh, probably. Mm-hmm. You know? Before we do hot and cold performers, by the way, we need to step aside for a quick break. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Listen, that company is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Of all the companies I've ever experienced in my life, they do the best job at what they do. They've it's helped true. me in many ways throughout my life. Mm-hmm. I really hope this is not the uh, the dating thing that comes the on. The e-harmony? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tough one. Your girlfriend's e-harmony. not going to like you on that Girlfriend one. could not listen to that episode with me. Listen. <laughs> you know what? Sign up anyway. Hey. She yeah. won't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Stumped me. Promo code Liam at eHarmony. <laughs> All right, there we go. Let's wrap up the podcast with some hot and cold performers. Let's do, I'm just going to push these new buttons because I don't know what they do. Liam, you're up first. Your star mechanical cold performer of the week. Of course, star mechanical are the experts in terms of plumbing and heating for the last 20 years. They've been involved in many of the homes built here in Edmonton. If you're looking for pros to do the plumbing and heating on your place, or if you just need someone in your house to make sure things are running smoothly, star mechanicals are the ones that you need. And Liam, you are up first. Your Star Mechanical Cold Performer of the Week. My Cold Performer of the Week is, uh, forgive me, I don't know names, but the Women's World Cup was last weekend. Yes, and it was. Spain beat England, which sucked, but very good for the Lionesses to get there. And for whatever reason, the head of the Spanish Associate Football Association oh, yes, this guy. decided to kiss one of the girls on the stage as they were collecting their medals and has now refused to resign from his position and said it was a consensual kiss. Like a kiss on the mouth? The no, it was a peck on, on the... Uh, no, no, no. It was, was a it? kiss on the lips. Okay. A kiss on the lips. And now this guy is like... No, I will not resign. It was consensual. He, he did say, he's like, so like, there she's there. He's like, peck? Question mark? He said, yep. And he went, and so that's just what way, he said. I, don't, I really don't know what So stupid. And now a lot of people are backing this lady to be like, this guy's an, an asshole. And was it just the one essentially girl? Essentially blamed it on her. Yeah. yeah. Was it just the one girl? Yeah, it was just the one. So, so, so that even guy, worse. I don't know his name. I can't remember. <laughs> but the idiot. 
I'm just going to push this button and we're going to see what happens. Okay. Yep. So just bear in mind, fair listener. I don't know what this button does. <laughs> Yeah. See, that is a genuine BM laugh, too. He did not know that was going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) Who is that? Uh, It just says Liam the Platy. I believe that was my Perry the Platypus impression. (laughs) I don't think a platypus does that, but like. (laughs) Liam's world, they do. (laughs) All right. Nation Dan, you're up next. Your star mechanical cold performer of the week and another button. I don't know what it does. Um, my cold performer of the week is going to go to a little thing that I did last week. Uh, I've been wanting to attend a live taping of a TV show for the first time in my life uh, for a long, long time. And I was they given the opportunity to go and see uh, Fool Us, the Penn and Teller show where they, oh, that's cool. they oh. get tricked by people. Uh, it was really cool up until I got there. And then it was just a disaster <laughs> like, after that time. The whole, the whole trip uh, was awesome. You get there and you find out that they have a paid audience that they also bring in. And that paid audience is the one that gets all the perks and the good, the fun and the excitement. I was just kind of in the middle, fill in the seats in the yeah. back. And it was five hours of sitting around. Oh, oh that's a long hours? time. Five hours of sitting around and like, command on command performing like okay applause and then oh we need an ooh and we need an ah do they do that by a screen like you no it's no they stop the show and say yeah one person is yelling at you so then they cut they cut the show a lot yeah oh yeah for sure like and so uh so if you don't if you've never seen the show it's a bunch of performers that perform for penn and teller they try to trick them by doing the magic and then if penn and teller know how they did the trick then they don't get to fool them. And if they do fool them, then they get a prize and they get to come back. I got to see a bunch of people perform. You're supposed to see Penn and Teller perform at the end. Penn and Teller actually went up on the stage and then Penn, they were like literally set up to do the trick. They cut and he said, I'm not fucking doing the trick today. And that was it. That was the end of it. (laughs) He actually said, he actually said, I'm not going to fucking do the trick today. And I think he was trying to be, yeah, he's the big guy. He's the, was that supposed to be funny? I, it was, it was like supposed to be funny, but after five hours and not seeing anything, I wasn't laughing. Do they, and do so, they normally do a trick? Yes. At okay. the end of every that show, they're supposed wild. to do every trick or they're supposed to do a trick. So, uh, you know, a fun experience, but, uh, my, going to be my cold performer of the week. All right, Dan, we'll see what you get. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that's what a lot of people listening right. to me tell that story we're saying, but yeah, yeah. that's just my life. Shit. That sucks. That's five hours. Five hours. And it's like, I can't even get in. I can't even describe all the things, but like this paid, these paid audience members have done this for their lives and they're like lifers about it. And like the people, the producers at the show, they're like encouraging the fakest reactions from people. It was just mind boggling to watch as a, as a person. I'm fascinated to watch it now. The TV show, having been able to see the behind You're still going to watch it. I absolutely am. Cause it's I'm a good gonna, show. It's, it is. It's a lot of fun. Uh, this is the 10th season of it. Jesus. And uh, they have, they did 20 episodes this season instead of 10 because of uh, the strike must so. be on YouTube. CW. You can definitely watch uh, on YouTube. Show. Uh, Rick, you're up next. Your star mechanical cold performer of the week and mystery button. I like that. Okay. It's been a little more than a week, but we've been doing this for, I don't even know what it is now. It's far too long, but it's got to be this single bag, single plastic bag usage thingy. I've had enough of this, man. There's so many products out there that where you get it. Like it comes in plastic and it's half full. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Go after the companies first and go get that shit first. Incentivize us to, to, to use those stupid 
reusable bag. I'm literally going to start throwing them in the garbage. I don't care if it's $2. This is my protest. I've had enough of this. I can't use that as a garbage bag in in the kitchen. I can't use it as a garbage bag in the bathroom. I have to go buy more plastic bags and they're going to be single usage. Mm -hmm. I've had enough of this. It's bullshit. We're overcorrecting. I've had enough. I'm just an angry old man. Oh, damn it. (laughs) I was going to, can you do it again? I was going to say, to back up Rick's point, (laughs) when you see Neymar fly to uh, Saudi Arabia by himself on a 747. Unbelievable. I'm with you, Rick. Thank you. Someone quote tweets that and goes, but but thank God I washed out my jar of spaghetti sauce. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's ridiculous. We live in, um, don't, I don't it's, an overcorre- it's an overcorrection. It's what we do in the world now. Yeah. It's, it's an not even like an overcorrection. It's targeting the wrong thing. Yes. yes. <laughs> Just incentivize us. There's enough people out there are going to start using those stupid little reusables because they can. And I like, like it because blah, blah, blah. then underneath my sink isn't like 300 plastic bags from when I go grocery shopping. Yeah, but I like now using every time you walk into a store, you have to have a bag on oh, you. It's brutal. Well, I'll be at the mall. I'll be going to get something to eat. And I'll be like, oh, let's check out Sport Check. Now I got to buy a new, new stupid bag. Yeah, I had the raw yet- dog three chicken wraps through West Edmonton Mall because Dairy Queen wouldn't give me a bag. Yeah, and I refuse to take the bags now. So I'm walking around. Oh. I, and I, I like to leave my receipt right at the desk now, too. So now it looks like I stole the damn thing. <laughs> also, uh, yeah, you guys don't want to leave me a bag? I'm going to walk around, make it look like I'm thieving everything. Shout out to Sherwood Park. And I'm sure I'll say now, but too, for keeping paper bags in the fast food restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> what is, is that? that? You doing a platypus? Again? I don't know what that is. <laughs> a rabid platypus. What's it labeled as? Uh, barking. <laughs> I'd say more of a growl, but hey. It sounds like a Tyler. It's, it's like I can couple them, though. I can go. <laughs> <laughs> what a game. <laughs> uh, uh, shit. Tyler, you're a star mechanical cold performer of the week and mystery button. Uh, Drizzy Drake, my favorite artist. He said three months ago, he would have a new album for us this summer. And now every week it's been like, ah, Drake's dropping for all the dogs on Friday. And then he doesn't today. He didn't drop it again. So I'm mad at Drake. Awesome. Open Gagne star. Hey, Sammy Gagne. Oh, 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 oh. That's so good. Also, uh, Gino. (laughs) Call performance to Drake for getting his, his podcast deleted with Bobby Aleph. We don't know who deleted it. I know. I'm just saying it's gone. It's I've gone. heard all kinds of cool theories. Crazy. Sort the of latest ice. theory I heard was that they have some kind of beef, Drake and Bobby, that is. And there's a part of the interview where she plays a song by Lil Yachty or something. No, he plays a song by Tyga. Oh, he plays a song by Tyga because she says she doesn't know who he is. Yeah. And then the theory was that Drake, because of the beef, called the label himself and said, hey, there's unlicensed music in this thing. It needs to come down. <laughs> oh. yeah. I heard it was just in the plane over Russia yesterday. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, also, but just from that interview. Uh, buddy, come on. It's I an hour say, 22. Maybe bed thing. I didn't mind the idea. I tried. We should do podcasts in bed. Is that what you're saying? What comfy. California maybe next nation all- vacation, November, we record an episode ONR in bed without you. Push all the beds together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you won't be in Seattle, will you? We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Liam, uh, go buy pictures of his feet. He needs to come to Seattle. My Cole performer of the week is, I don't have anything. I'm having a good week. Um, it's smoky. The, the fires this summer are obviously devastating and it's annoying and it's crazy. And my mom lives in Kelowna and thankfully she's fine now. She's in a good spot, but like enough, enough now. Fuck the flames.
Yep. Well. Wow. What? Bang on. That what? worked out really wow. well. Wow. Hey, Star Mechanical Cold Performer of the Week. Hey, the fires. Fuck the flames. That's right. I like that. Doesn't it say lames? Or it does say lames up here. Well, it actually says elims, but you know. Fuck the flames. All right, let's finish off the podcast real quick. Hot performers, reversing the order. Tyler, you up first. That clip of Fogel, McDavid, and I think Drysaddle passing the puck around at Gary Roberts camp is my hot performer. Don't care. <laughs> That's a oh. surprise button still. You still got surprise buttons. I've got three more surprise buttons. Rick, you're up next. Uh, it has to be the fact we got Boosh done and the team set and we're good for a couple of years now. Ah, uh, shit. Well, yeah. play it again. They can't. Ah, uh, shit. Ah, uh, shit. They can't all be winners. <laughs> Who is that? Me, I yeah. think. It sounds good. Ah, uh, shit. Yep. Yeah. Dan, you're up next. Your star mechanical hot performer of the week. My hot performer of the week is going to go to Waz, uh, who jumped in and covered me mm-hmm. on the socials last week while I was in Vegas. What can you say? There you go. Thank you, Waz. Thank you, Waz. Liam, you're up next. Your star mechanical hot performer of the week. My hot performer of the week is the television show Bob's Burgers. <laughs> that show it cracks me up every day, and I just recently started watching it. So send me your favorite Bob's Burger gifts. I'd love to be part of the gang. You know, it's a movie, right? I watched it already. You I went out of sequence first. Well, it's 14 seasons. <laughs> How much time I'm busy, man. I think you have to watch until like season 10 and then you watch the movie. I think is how the canon works. I watched it already. I'm halfway through. Ruined it. (laughs) (laughs) And our final mystery button of the day. Wait, okay, okay, wait, okay. Okay, hold on. (laughs) No, there's one more on there. I don't think so. Barbecue remix. Oh, yep. That's on this page. Mm -hmm. All right, good. So I've got a hop from the... A hot performer button. Barbecue remix is going to be my mystery button. My hot performer of the week for Star Mechanical is Liam because of the most random text message he sent me the other day <laughs> where he said, would you like a bag of spinach that I grew? <laughs> and we well, hadn't spoken wow. at all that day <laughs> or even much since he got back from his vacation via text. That is. And that was the first message I got from him. And I ate the spinach and it was delicious. Jones, <laughs> And one more. Getting me armchair GM horny. Of course. (laughs) There you go. It's almost time, buddy. It is almost time. Fantasy football season. I had my my first draft last night. And I've done two best balls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got my draft on Sunday with Gavin. I have another one on Sunday. A couple next week. I got one Monday. Shout out to all of you guys for listening. Go check out nationgear.ca. Get yourself involved in the nation vacation to Seattle. Shout out to Oodle Noodle, Cornerstone Insurance, Will Hawk, Beef Jerky, and Star Mechanical for making this all possible. Most importantly, all of you for listening. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everybody. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.